back in better than ever on Locked On Syracuse. You got Bones, you got Brad, uh, and we've got a little bit of a Syracuse basketball recruiting update for you. We'll tell you who's new on the offer sheet, who's old, and any developments that have occurred. It's on Locked On Syracuse. It happens to be this moment. You are Locked On Syracuse, your daily podcast on the Syracuse Orange, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Syracuse. Matt Bonaparte, Brad Klein with you. It is a wonderful Monday morning to start the week. And thank you for making Locked On Syracuse your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Brad, I'm back. Uh, I know you probably missed me. You uh, you replaced me with Mike McAllister. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, Mike's a good guy. Um, but I'm back and he's gone. All right. Maybe we'll be back one day, but you'll probably be gone by then. Uh, hey, that being said, by the way, maybe an, an announcement. This is yeah. this is Brad Klein's last week. Yeah, I'm locked on Syracuse. I mean, the Brad. There was the Brad era. I guess there was a Tim and Tyler era. There was the Brad era. Then now there's the Bones and Brad era, and then there will be the Bones and Owen era when Owen Valentine replaces you on the show next week. Is this your last episode? Or not your last episode? Is your last week of episodes? Yeah, yeah. Good run. I'm going for a personal uh, or rather a locked on record of the only host to never cover a game. But, you know, <laughs> it, uh, at least I'm at least I'm engraved in history in some way. Right. Yeah, something for you. Um, all right. Well, let's talk about basketball that you're not going to cover. Uh, Syracuse basketball so recruiting. Sad. That way, it's so sad. Hey, I'm still gonna watch. I'm still gonna be in on the program. I'm gonna be a fan from afar. But geez, bones, just rub salt into the wound. Why don't you? Yikes. Okay, so we're looking at the 2023 offer sheet. Uh, we've gone over it a couple times. Blue Kane gone. Uh, Mataz Buzela's gone. Gavin Griffith's gone. Tafara Gapare gone. gone. Um, but there are guys like Reed Ducharme, whose name you've probably heard a million times by now. Uh, and then also J.P. Estrella, whose name you've probably heard even more as we talked about him last episode, or Brad did. And then we had an interview with him and some news as well is that we'll have another interview with him at the end of this week. This will be the Friday episode. So look out for that. I'm really excited to talk to J.P. once again. Good kid. Uh, we get to ask him some questions probably about the canceling of his Duke visit and about a Syracuse visit that he'll probably be on at the time. So these are all exciting things. And make um, sure you DM us or just tweet at us at LO underscore Syracuse to let us know what you want to hear from JP as well. Or email us at lock or at LO Syracuse 44 at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Um, okay. So you've got Estrella and you've got Ducharme who are the probably two top targets of this class. Let's go through right now and think how many scholarships is Syracuse going to have next year? Joe Girard, that's one. Jesse Edwards, that's two. So there's two right there. So you can at least bring in two guys. Um, There's a chance, I guess, that Judah Mintz is a one and done. I highly doubt it. 
but there's a chance. But I don't think anybody thought that with Malachi Richardson either. So there's that. Um, so you've got potentially three, probably two. Uh, Munir Hima is not leaving. Is Tori I think you have three. My prediction is you have three. I, I can't tell you where the third is coming from. My guess is one will make itself available somehow. Either um, Chaz Owens transferring. He was unsuccessful in that attempt this year. But maybe he transfers or maybe it's something along the line. He might that, still be out there. You don't know. Uh, yeah. By the way, Chaz Owens is not on the roster. So it should be noted he's still in the portal. But you'd imagine that he's probably – coming back probably so picked up Lawrence is a senior this season so that means he's gone as well right unless he takes a COVID year or something so you probably have at least three scholarships yeah um okay so you could have two guys or three guys come in potentially um let's look at this list and Ducharme has an updated top three correct Brad read that out for us it is Penn State Xavier and Syracuse a weird top three. Let me just get out and say it that. is really weird. Three <laughs> different conferences. You've got the Big East, the Big Ten, and the ACC. Like a very odd, odd, uh, big top three. I mean, Xavier, good basketball school in the past, but like I feel like in the last few seasons, they've been what? I mean, did they even make the tournament last season? I don't think no, so. We have Sean Miller coming in. He's trying to revamp the program. And Ducharme said that he is, that him being one of the kind of founding recruitment uh, recruits of the Miller era is appealing to him trying to mm. build something and revitalize that program. That seems to be part of the sales pitch from Xavier. I honestly don't know what Penn state has that Syracuse doesn't. And you're really scraping the bottom of the barrel to find something that Xavier has that Syracuse doesn't. I think he's going to end up with Syracuse just based off of that logic. Well, you also got to think that Penn state is going to offer him a ton of playing time. I mean, yeah, that's a team that was not good last season. Um, no, they haven't been good for a few years. They're not, they're by no stretch of basketball yeah. school. The Micah and Shrewsbury era hasn't been kind to them. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Season. I just, I just don't see it. I think he's, uh, I think he's going to Syracuse and largely because of, well, for a couple of reasons. Okay. For one, it seems like they're definitely going to have a scholarship for him. They wouldn't have offered him if not. So they have a scholarship for him. Uh, the other thing, is that when we were talking to J.P. Estrella about this, uh, was a couple of weeks ago, about Bayheim, And that is the number one thing I, I asked Estrella. The thing that I would want to hear about the most is what is the deal with Bayheim? And Estrella said he's been told Bayheim is here. Bayheim's going to be here. And Bayheim is in it for the 2023 class as well. We assumed that last year would be his last, last season, that this year would be his last season because – you know, he's just gearing up for the best recruiting class he's ever had, according to him. But he is very in on Ducharme and Estrella on a personal level. Here's my thing about Ducharme. I feel I'm getting Xavier vibes from him just because, like, when you get the opportunity to be, like, they're pitching to you, like, you're the guy of this era of basketball. Like, and every college basketball, college football, college athlete is pretty uh, – confident in their ability right and they have to be because they're trying to make the league one day um i feel like i'm getting xavier vibes just because i think i'd want that if i were an athlete to be like you're the defining player of my coaching tenure um that's something that like you have a lot of trust whatever and like i'm sure that Bayheim didn't say that to him you know i mean it's just not the case totally different ball game here yeah uh so 
I think, I don't know, maybe he comes to Syracuse. Syracuse warm on him according to 24-7. J.P. Estrella the same. I honestly, with Duke falling out of the Estrella sweepstakes, I feel confident that he's going to come to Syracuse, but also, like, Iowa is nothing to, to, to sneeze at. You know, that's a, a really good team in the Big Ten. They've had really good players recently. Garza, Bohannon, uh, and I think he could be something there as well. So, well, there, there are too. two schools of thought. And you mentioned the playing time promise that Penn State can give and other schools, Xavier being one and Syracuse another being uh, the opposite way. But there are two schools of thought. Do you want to play or do you want to be a part of a winning team? And Syracuse can pitch that even though, <clears throat> excuse me, even though they're coming off their worst season in the Bayheim era, nearly half a century, they have some young talent. They have Benny Williams coming off what was a very tough year. They are expecting him to be better. I mean, that freshman class that we're going to see this year is going to be loaded, and it's going to turn into a really strong sophomore class, making way for some talented freshmen, whether it be Ducharme Estrella or someone else. And it seems like an attractive thing to me, allowing me the chance to grow, but also be a part of a winning team. I think ready for this? I I really think he's Syracuse. I really do. I've got a. I just got a crazy segue idea. Ready? Uh. If they end up coming to Syracuse, Brad, yeah, no. maybe do they're do going to be looking for a job. And Don't when I went it. to Syracuse, I worked at the iSchool right here. It says it. You did it. Information Studies School. I'm wearing a peer advisor shirt on the back. I didn't find that job at LinkedIn Jobs, but maybe you could, as you gear up for fall, you need the right people on your team to help your small business fire on all cylinders. LinkedIn Jobs is here to make it easier to find the people you want to talk to faster and for free. Create a free job posted minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. Then add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find the right people to hire. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. And did you know every week nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. Not uh, forward slash, but backslash. Uh, that's LinkedIn.com slash lockdown college to post your job for free terms and conditions apply. All right, we're here. And, and there you go. There's the link on the screen for you. If you need to uh, really figure out the link for locked locked or excuse me, LinkedIn jobs are here on locked on Syracuse talking about the class of 2023 offer sheet for Syracuse basketball highlighted by four stars, redo Charme and JP Estrella. And, the, the focus right now is on Ducharme because we talked about Estrella in last week's episode with Mike McAllister. Bones was absent. I was there. McAllister was great, and he gave us some awesome insight. Estrella interview coming up later in the week, Friday, to be exact, and while he's on his Syracuse visit. Brad Klein, Matt Bonaparte, we're looking forward to that. But also read Ducharme. And I feel like, to a certain degree, it's definitely different than it was in 2022. But it's hard to talk about Ducharme without talking about Estrella, even though they really haven't been linked that much, so much as, say, a Kadir Copeland and Justin Taylor, or even a Justin Taylor Kamari Land that didn't end up working out. But players recruiting players for 22. 
and we saw that a lot in Dior Johnson as well. Not happening right now, but something that we ought to ask JP on Friday is how much have you been in contact with the other guys in the class? Yeah, I think uh, that'll be an interesting answer. Um, I because that is something I wonder about, you know, like if if I was going to being recruited to Syracuse and a guy that is also very good at basketball was being recruited to Syracuse, I think I'd probably reach out and be like, you going, man? Like, yeah, you want to go together? Now they're they they play different positions, so that shouldn't be a problem. It's not like he's asking, hey, are you going because I want to play? It's are you going because I want to play with someone like you? So I think this could be good for Syracuse, and it, it's almost like two square pegs squitting is excuse me, uh, fitting into square holes in that you only have two or three, three or four maybe, but probably three scholarships to offer, and you're only looking at two, maybe three prospects very legitimately, and these guys seem like they fit very well. So it seems to make a lot of sense for everyone. Yep. Uh, and on the other, or excuse me, on the offer sheet that Syracuse isn't necessarily so hot on the trail of, there are names like Isaiah Miranda, who's a seven foot center, Papa Conte, who I've heard a lot of people are interested in and really want to come to the Hill. And then there's also huge names like the number one overall uh, recruit in the nation for the 2023 class, DJ Wagner, who Syracuse has, of course, offered, uh, but so have many other teams. Looks like Kentucky, Louisville or Memphis is getting him. Uh, there's also Elijah Gertrude, a three-star combo guard, who's 6'3", 180, a lot lower in terms of rankings. He's not in the, near that number one spot, all the way down at 169. But, hey, sometimes that works out, and you get a player like, I don't know, Marek Dolzhai, who comes out yep. of nowhere from uh, Eastern Europe. So, uh, okay, let's, so talk about, let's talk about let's talk about Gertrude for a second, because okay. this is a Jersey City guy from Hudson Catholic, for 23 and this seems like the kind of guy who might be Syracuse's constellation prize if Ducharme doesn't work out now he's not a lock because there are some other very legitimate schools looking at him Rutgers being one of them and that's again the Kansas being one of them too Kansas being the other big one Virginia Virginia. and Pittsburgh the non-negligible one how about Iona there too Patino (laughs) don't forget about Patino of course so yeah I mean you have some competition there but it feels like the logical thing to do if you can't get Ducharme obviously Ducharme is your top guy outside of Estrella in in the class of 23 but Gertrude looks like he could be that other guy that they get if they can't scoop up Ducharme sure I mean potentially and there is a longer list uh, of teams that are in on this kid which kind of makes me think he's a lot better than his three-star rating so you got Virginia, Kansas, like we mentioned, but Pitt in conference, St. John's wants him, Seton Hall wants him, DePaul, Maryland, even Northwestern. They haven't offered, but they're on the trail. Um, so a lot of teams want this kid, and maybe he's a name that you kind of look out for going forward. But some of the other names you should look out for going forward is one of the new names in this class that Syracuse has offered, and that's Mike Williams, who is a 6'2", four-star guard from Calvert Hall College uh, in Towson, Maryland, which is a place Syracuse has gone before to the well of prospects. Uh, An interesting list of players or of teams here that are in on Mike Williams, Clemson being the leading one. Um, 
which I find a little bit interesting. They want to pull them south. Uh, but Syracuse is right there with them. And like Brad and I always say, it's not a real recruit until UMass wants them. And they're in on this kid. Uh, hey, so you, you got the UMass stamp of approval. Also, you have a, a lot of other just classic 24-7 schools on this. Like, okay, um, who do I have? G- GW, I feel like, and George Mason are just there um, just because. But but Syracuse is one of four. Yeah, four Power Five schools offering him, and the only oh, ACC not Power school. Five. What's oh yeah, that? four. I th- sorry, I, I thought you were including DePaul. The only a- ACC school outside of Clemson. So it's Clemson and Syracuse, and I, it would be interesting. I mean, I think that Williams Williams wouldn't be as good of a fit as say Gertrude. They have him listed at six two one seventy five. I mean, at that size, you're likely looking at just a point guard and um, whereas Gertrude might be able to play more of a one, two, three, if you stretch him role. Um, but you're probably keeping Judah Mintz for more than a year. I'm operating under the assumption that he's not a one and done. And even if he is, you have Kadir Copeland there as well. And I really like Kadir Copeland. So you don't really have a point guard uh, problem or as yeah. Gertrude are more versatile. Yeah. They fit those holes. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't. I wouldn't be surprised. You know, it's kind of like pitching in baseball. You can really never have enough when it comes yeah. to guard play. Um, so I don't think Mike Williams would be a bad thing to have. But at the same time, you know, I think he could also easily get frustrated in a, in a room that's so deep uh, and maybe want to transfer, even if he does end up coming to Syracuse. Um, the other name that you should probably be looking out for is Tyler Betsy. But let's talk about him after you read this ad, Brad. Yo, I'll tell you, first of all, with Tyler Betsy, he's going to have to wait because this one, this is important. BetOnline.net, the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. Find all of your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports wagering information from live in-game betting, scores, and podcasts. They've got you covered. Head to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening today. BetOnline is where the game starts. Bones, you were saying. Yeah, so Tyler Betsy, um, he's got an interesting list as well of teams that want him. He is a small forward out of Windsor, Connecticut, 6'8", 175. Um, there's a, an article written by Neil Adler on Fansided about him, so uh, I, I suggest you you go and read that as well because that man is really good at his job. Uh, Betsy, his list of teams, this is a very attainable uh, competition for Syracuse. I mean, you've got teams like Rutgers, Nebraska, Iowa. TCU's on there too, but... Brown, Central Connecticut State, Iona again, uh, Rhode Island, Sacred Heart, the Bonnies want him. Uh, he's a class of 2024 kid, so we're probably a year away from any any ground being made up. But it's interesting to see Bayheim and the recruiting staff kind of going out and saying, all right, we're going to lay the groundwork for what the future holds in terms of recruiting. And that's a year in which, you know, how Syracuse every other year, it's a big class. So this is the sixth six kid year. And then the next year is probably be two or three. And then you're going to have another big class. Yeah. Um, so he's going to be part of that. Maybe he's the front runner in that. Who knows? 
He's currently yeah. unranked. It's, it's so hard to figure out how much room they'll have, especially because we don't know. I mean, maybe, maybe Judah Mintz is a four-year player. We don't know. I think yeah. Syracuse, I know Syracuse's coaching staff has a better idea than we do, and I'd imagine they're planning for him to not be on the Hill for four years. But then again, they have that same expectation about Dewan Coleman. You just never know. I think that, I mean, look, Betsy could be nice, six foot seven, 175, a small forward from Connecticut, and he's got a little something to him. And you have the stamp of approval from other programs that are interested in him. Some And the Virginia Tech thing, the Pittsburgh thing, that's important because when you have the ACC interest, now you know, okay, well, if we don't get him, someone else might, and that's going to that's gonna nip us. So I, I think that it's very early on Betsy, and it's going to be interesting to see where he projects in the even weeks, months, year going forward and how he progresses in his game. I mean, sooner rather than later, you might hear, okay, well, Betsy offered by Duke. Now he's a five-star, you know, exactly. because John Shire likes him. So it's so early, but it's good that Syracuse is in on him early. That's important. I'm watching his mixtape right now. I love it. It's a minute long. Um, and about five seconds in, it stop. It, it pans to the corner where his dad is standing, and it says, Bobo, my dad. This is, uh, <laughs> this is kind of on the spot, but is there any way that we can watch it? Uh, I'll try to give you a second on that. All right, that's fine. I'll give you a second on that. Um, so locked on Syracuse, we're here and we're vamping while Bones figures it out. No, no, no. But Tyler Betsy, okay, so class of 2024, obviously the focus is on 2023 right now. Um, if you're just scrubbing along the podcast. Do you explicit language in the song? I, we cannot play it. Can you mute it? That would be a waste of time. All right. Uh, I just think you should go search for it yourself. Anyway. Uh, Betsy's a guy that you should be looking for as well as a new name in terms of Syracuse recruiting. Uh, Syracuse recruiting right now, I, I, we've talked about it a couple times, but it's in such a weird spot because after this season and, and what these recruits do, it kind of dictates what recruiting is going to look like for the next, I don't know, 10 or so years maybe. Because yeah. if these guys come out and are fantastic, immediately a Syracuse offer already holds more weight. So we don't really know what, what, what it's going to be in a couple of years. Maybe they don't even care about Tyler Betsy in a couple of seasons. Who knows? It's possible. Yeah. I feel like a lot of this, you're right, is contingent on the class of 2022 and maybe even just as so. How successful are you on the recruiting trail trail for 23? That will also depend. I mean, if you don't get anyone for 23, let's just make it up. Let's say Ducharme and Estrella don't come to Syracuse and anyone else that you might be really interested in, say Gertrude, doesn't come. So now you're left with like open scholarship spots. I'm just thinking of a doomsday scenario, right? Well, now the class of 2024 people might might see more room on the roster, but they also might say, hold on, why are the people a year older than me scared of this program? What am I missing? You know what? Forget it. I'm going to Penn State, right? So that that's that's something that you might be also having to pay attention to is, Judah Mintz's play matters and Justin Taylor's play matters for the very immediate future for, for this program, but also the distant future, but also how J.P. Estrella decides with his visit this coming week. That matters. Do charm sure. That matters. So all it's all matters. very connected. The, the thing I will say, and we touched up on it earlier, is that I've been saying – just like everyone else, that Syracuse recruiting is in a weird spot. I agree with you. I'm not saying it's not. 
because it does largely depend on how the class of 2022 plays with all their eggs in that basket right now. But the reason I've been saying it's weird on top of that is because of Bayheim. The more I think about it, the more I hear about it, and the more I read about it, and the more Estrella talks about it, the more it seems like Bayheim's just old. He's not going anywhere. I'm it's it's almost like Tom Brady. Like I'm not gonna bet against Tom Brady until he loses. I'm not gonna say that Jim Bayheim leaves until he's already left, right? So I don't know. I class of 2024 and Betsy's talking to Bayheim, cool, right? I at that yeah. point. And that that should add some legitimacy and common denominator is to Syracuse recruiting right now. Well, if you want to get more on the ACC, go make Locked On ACC your second listen every day. Host Candace Cooper and the local experts of Locked On take you across the ACC in half an hour. Make Locked On ACC your second listen. That's Locked On ACC. And Brad and I thank you for making Locked On Syracuse your first listen. We will see you tomorrow.